Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 21st of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Let's kick off this episode with some political news. Recall that last Wednesday, Ekrem Imamoglu, the mayor of Istanbul and a member of the main opposition, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, was on trial for insulting members of the Supreme Election Board. The court sentenced him to over two years in prison and also ruled that he be banned from practicing politics. However, the ruling has to be approved by a higher court in order to be imposed. If the court approves the ruling, Imamalu will have to resign from his position as mayor and he won't be able to run for office again. Many opposition figures criticized the ruling, calling it a politically motivated verdict and not a legal one. Some people believe that Imamalu would be the strongest presidential candidate for the opposition alliance because he is both religious and secular, and would get votes from people with different ideologies. Before the court made the ruling, Imamalu invited the people of Istanbul to the municipality building at the Sarajhane Square. In a tweet, he said, quote, Whatever the ruling may be, we can either show our joy or our will, end quote. Upon this, on Wednesday the 14th, thousands of people gathered in Sarajhane to support Imamalu. Leaders of the opposition parties traveled to Istanbul from Ankara, the capital, to attend the meeting. CHP's leader, Kılıç Daralu, who was in Germany at the time of the trial, returned to Turkey after hearing the news that Imamalu was sentenced. The next day, on Thursday the 15th, the opposition held another demonstration in support of Imamalu. On that note, on Monday the 19th, some people pointed out that when you search Imamalu's name on Google, it says, quote, former mayor of Istanbul, end quote. Imamalu shared a screenshot of the Google search page with the caption, quote, I speech kursu, end quote, referencing President Erdogan's broken English at the United Nations summit in 2019. Back in 2019, the president requested to take the stage, or the kursu in Turkish, using broken English with Turkish words mixed in. One of Imamalu's advisors said that Google got the information directly from Wikipedia, and there was no malice or political agenda in this. On some news about the 2023 presidential election, earlier this month, Meral Akshiner, the leader of the opposition Good Party, said that her party wouldn't object to Imamalu and Mansur Yavash, the mayor of Ankara and a member of CHP, being the joint presidential candidates of the six opposition parties known as the Table of Six. On Sunday the 19th, Kalich Daralu commented on her remarks, saying, quote, Parties should not meddle with other parties' internal matters, end quote. He also emphasized that the table would decide on a candidate together, and that they'd honor the joint decision of leaders on the table. Moving on, last week, the scandalous story of a child bride whose parents married her off to a religious figure at six years old hit the headlines. Back in 2020, the girl, who is now 24 years old, escaped from her husband and filed a criminal case against him and her family. However, no one was arrested. Now that the issue has reached mainstream media, the legal process is moving faster. The prosecutor on the case demanded an almost 70-year sentence for the husband on charges of child abuse and sexual assault and over 20 years for the girl's parents. The lawyers of the girl, as well as the Family and Social Services Ministry, demanded that they be put in jail to await trial. The court agreed and issued an arrest warrant for her father and her husband, who are now in jail. On that note, while commenting on the matter, the president randomly mentioned the LGBT community and said that there was no such thing as LGBT in his ideology. He added, in a derogatory way, that the CHP and other opposition parties supported the LGBT community. He further added that these 
perverted trends implying the LGBT community, we're threatening the children, and those who are concerned about children's problems should try to find a solution for that. In other news, on Tuesday the 20th, the Minimum Wage Commission of the Parliament had its third meeting to discuss the minimum wage for 2023. Before the meeting, the Commission said that they'd announced it on Tuesday. However, they couldn't agree on an amount. In last week's meeting, the Confederation of Turkish Trade Union, known as Turk-ish, said that they wouldn't go below 7.8 liras, around 420 U.S. dollars. This week, they set the limit at 9,000, almost $500. Employers argued that they can't afford such a raise. On Wednesday the 21st, President Erdogan said that he had talked with the Minister of Labor about minimum wage, implying that he handled the issue. He added that they'll announce the updated minimum wage on Thursday the 22nd. On that note about ministers, the Minister of Energy and Natural Resources said that, in January, he doesn't foresee an increase in the price of natural gas and electricity. Many people think that the prices are already very high, so hearing this came as a relief. However, some said that the minister didn't say that this was a certainty and that the ministry might increase the prices at the last minute. In some tragic news, on Friday the 16th, a bomb exploded near a police bus in the southeastern city of Diyarbakir. Suleiman Soylu, the interior minister, said that nine people were put in a hospital as a precaution, but that they were later discharged. Although he didn't address any specific organization, Soylu said that this was a terror attack. The police detained five people that they believe planned and executed the attack. Now some news on international relations. On Saturday the 17th, the defense ministry said that Greek fighter jets tried to intercept Turkish and NATO jets flying in the international air zone of the Aegean Sea for a NATO exercise. The ministry claimed that Greek jets were radar-locked on the Turkish jets. They added that Turkey did not let this interrupt the exercise and completed it successfully. A Greek news outlet called this allegation provocative and strange. Some news on the media and freedom of speech. On Thursday the 15th, the police detained Sibyl Tekin, a documentarist and journalist, after the police filed a complaint against her for filming a police car. Tekin was reportedly gathering footage for her new documentary on daylight saving time. Since 2016, Turkey hasn't been implementing daylight saving time. The public has been criticizing this policy because it causes people to wake up and go to school or work when it's still dark outside. The police also confiscated Tekken's computer, her camera, and hard drives. Two days later, on Saturday the 17th, a court arrested Tekken for being a member of a terrorist organization. Her lawyer denied the allegations. The lawyer said that the court didn't specify which terrorist organization she was a member of and accused the court of making up excuses to arrest her. And that's it for this week. So here's a bit of holiday spirit. Whatever that is, it's something close to the reasons we here at Rorschach have for doing this. Yes, this. What you just listened to. To help us bring us all together and to move us toward the light. So thank you for listening, learning, and thinking. And for joining us on this new thing we're all doing together. Really. Thank you. Polska Kaline. <laughs>